Who do you think you are? Do you really think you can do that? I don't think so. You're not like everyone else. What makes you think you can do that? You failed before. It's going to be no different this time around. You don't have what it takes. Do you find that you tend to compare yourself to others only to try to prove to yourself that you don't measure up to them? They are way more successful than you will ever be. They are at a way better point of life than you are and you can never catch up to them. You're never going to be as good as them. Or maybe you're trying to change habits in your life for the first time in ages and all you can think of is all the times you failed in the past. You try to say positive affirmations about yourself, but you don't believe them. You feel like a fraud. Or maybe you have this great idea, but no one knows who you are. Why would they listen to you? Why would they care? You're not an expert. Save it for someone who's actually known by others. If any of this sounds familiar to you, you've just been diagnosed. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're dealing with imposter syndrome. But don't worry, you're definitely not alone. In fact, they say about 70% of people suffer from imposter syndrome. That's a high number, isn't it? Well, today, we're hoping to reduce that number. Today, we're going to look at how to deal with imposter syndrome so you can move past that doubt and fear and step into becoming the best version of yourself. We're going to go over seven ways to overcome the imposter syndrome in our lives. Who do you think you are? You're someone who's going to get a lot stronger after this episode. That's who. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast with Andrew McIntyre. Andrew is the co-founder and president of Leadership Development and Team Building for Outward Focus. His goal is to equip and empower each individual for success in business and in life. Thank you for listening. the Heart of Leadership podcast. My name is Andrew and today we're talking about something that a lot of us deal with, something that's holding us back. That's right, we're talking about imposter syndrome. But before we get into that, if you're a new listener or if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast as we have new episodes coming out each Monday. But let's get into today. Who do you think you are? You'll never be able to do that. They'll never listen to you. You're not an expert. You're just a fraud. If you tend to believe any of those things about yourself, then you are, in fact, dealing with imposter syndrome. You may have heard of imposter syndrome, but maybe you're just not sure exactly what it is. So before we get in any further, let's define what it is. So what exactly is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or their accomplishments, and they have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Now, does that sound like you at all? I know this is something that I've dealt with a lot. Starting a business, becoming a public speaker, writing and publishing my first book, which is something I'll get into a little bit later. Even starting this podcast, I dealt with feelings of doubt throughout it all. And I had a fear that people would think that I was a fraud, that I wasn't an expert and I didn't warrant being listened to, that there was some small little error or inconsistency with something that I said or did. Or that I would be compared to other leaders, speakers, or writers in my field and not even come close to measuring up to them. Who do you think you are? These thoughts would come to my head a lot when I was trying to produce content and make a difference. But I realized that 
just because I'm not like someone else and just because I have doubts doesn't mean I'm not capable. My way of doing something may not be like someone else, but it's unique to me. And that's what sets me apart. I don't have to be a millionaire or a world-renowned leader to be considered an expert. And that goes for all of us. We're all experts when it comes to our own lives. No one knows our lives better than we do. Since we know the most, that makes us an expert, right? The majority of what I talk about is relating to my life story and sharing examples of how we can use these stories to grow, to get better, to improve, and to become the best version of ourselves. And even though I'm not a world-renowned expert in a field, I am an expert in my own life and the things that have happened to me. And so are you. So consider yourself an expert. It's important that we don't give imposter syndrome the power that it doesn't deserve. Imposter syndrome can kill our dreams before they really even start. You want to be a CEO. You want to complete a marathon. You want to be an author. You want to compose music. Whatever it is, imposter syndrome comes up when we start to question if we really have what it takes. Who are we to think that we could do this? We're nothing more than imposters or frauds wanting to do something way out of our capabilities, right? Wrong. I want you to take a second and say out loud whatever it is that you want to do. What is something that you're facing imposter syndrome about? Is it wanting to start your own business? Is it wanting to write a book? Is it wanting to play a piece of classical music? Is it wanting to run and complete that marathon? Whatever it is, say out loud the end result. I am capable of running my own business. I am a writer. I am able to learn a piece of classical music. I will be able to run and complete a marathon. Say it out loud, whatever you chose, whether it was one of those options or something else that you're thinking of. Make it personal to you, and whenever you're facing imposter syndrome over, I want you to say those things out loud, those end results. Say them. Did you do it? How did it make you feel? Does it maybe feel like you're faking it? Like you're uncertain? Do you believe what you're saying, or are you just humoring me right now? When the results aren't there, it's honestly hard to believe them. But just because results aren't there doesn't mean that they can't and won't come. It takes time. And it takes believing that we can and not allowing imposter syndrome to stop us before we even take the first step. Being an imposter is actually a popular conversation right now, especially with the rise of games like Among Us, in which players actually play as imposters in hopes of beating their opponents. And while I've never played the game before, I know that people have fun being an imposter with that game. But aside from the game, trying to be an imposter stops there. We don't need to be imposters or allow imposter syndrome take over. We just need to be ourselves. Last week, we talked about the importance of creating a to-be list. It's great to have to-do lists to keep us in check and give us direction. But another important list we should have is a to-be list. Who do you want to be? What qualities and characteristics do you want to have? What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want other people to think of you after spending time with you? We said that people may not remember exactly what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. With that to-be list, we talked about the importance of affirmations and speaking things into existence. We often speak our lives into existence. The more you think and concentrate on something and speak something out, the more it's likely to become you. Or better yet, it's more likely what you will become. It's important that we're careful about what we're speaking out. So when it comes to dealing with doubt and fear and uncertainty surrounding imposter syndrome, we can't be giving it the power it doesn't deserve. We have to be aware of our feelings, but choose to speak out where we want to be 
not speak out and declare the doubts and fears that we have inside of us. And when you say positive affirmations to yourself, you may feel like an absolute fraud. You may think, I'm not this type of person or I'm lying to myself. I'm a fake. We need to realize that when we say positive things, we aren't neglecting the fact that we want to and need to improve in those areas. We aren't lying to ourselves. Instead, we're declaring where we want and need to be and we are speaking things into existence. Do you remember watching or reading about the little engine that could? Do you remember what the popular saying from it was? That's right. I think I can. That little engine was trying to make it up a long steep hill and it was chugging its way little by little. But throughout the process, it kept on saying to itself, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Again, little by little, that little engine would make its way up that hill to the point where it eventually reached the top. And what did it say when it got to the top? After letting out a smile, the little engine said, I thought I could. Such a simple story, yet such a powerful one. How many times do we destroy our dreams and goals simply because our thoughts are, I don't think I can. I'm not cut out for this. I should just give up. I can't do that. I'm a fraud. I'm an imposter. Countless dreams, ambitions, and goals have been crushed, stolen, destroyed, and given up on because of that thinking. You may have missed out on your own greatest personal achievement because of that thinking. Books haven't been written yet because of it. Businesses haven't been started yet because of it. Inventions haven't happened yet because of it. When trying to invent the light bulb, Thomas Edison faced a ton of doubt and uncertainty. Nothing seemed to be working for him. He could have felt like a failure. He could have felt like a big fraud. He could have given up. But he didn't. He kept trying. And eventually it worked. He invented the light bulb almost 150 years ago. And today it's one of our most important inventions for our daily use. Remember, he could have chosen to have imposter syndrome. He could have given up. Instead, he chose to keep going. And we're glad he did. When talking about all the difficulties, doubts, and challenges that he faced, Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Isn't that an awesome mindset to have? What if we looked at our lives that way? Instead of thinking that we're failures or frauds or imposters, what if we chose to look at it through the idea of just finding ways that didn't work? It would make such a difference and it would help us build resiliency and determination. And just like the little engine that could, Edison's whole thought process was, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, until he finally did. And then he invented the light bulb and he looked back at it and said, I thought I could. Don't give imposter syndrome the power it doesn't deserve and don't speak negativity and failure into existence. Be mindful of what you're saying and don't give up. Now, I mentioned earlier that I've dealt with imposter syndrome a lot and it came on strong when I started to write my first book. It's hard not to start writing a book and think that you aren't an imposter. Who do I think I am to write a book on this subject? You're not an expert by any means. No one's going to take you seriously. No one will even care what you have to say. Those thoughts really tried to get me. At times, they overwhelmed me along with the challenges of life that came across. But I'm happy to say that they didn't win. As of last week, I have officially written and published my first book, and I'm really excited about it. I'm proud of myself for not giving up, despite what seemed like a tidal wave of challenges being thrown at me one after another. 
I'm glad that I didn't let imposter syndrome stop that dream from becoming a reality. And I'm excited to share more of the book with you. And so next week's episode is actually going to be focused on that as I sit down for a Q&A where I'm the one actually answering the questions this time around. But that's next week, so stay tuned for that. But back to today, we've been talking about imposter syndrome and the role that it plays in crushing and stopping our dreams from becoming a reality. But how do we overcome imposter syndrome? Now, I thought about doing research. I thought about giving you a list of 10 things that you can do that was made from this expert in this field. I thought about just giving quotes and paraphrasing other people's response to this question. But then I began to think, wouldn't that just add to me thinking I'm an imposter? I've dealt with this topic many times. I know how to overcome it. I know the steps that we can take. Yes, it's great to lean on experts and respected people in their fields to guide you. But for this topic, I thought it would be pretty ironic if I was telling you how to overcome imposter syndrome and then I just read off some tips from someone else. And so I wanted to share from my own experience and from talking with others of how we can overcome imposter syndrome. And so here we go. Here are seven ways to overcome imposter syndrome. Number one, talk about it. Acknowledge it. Resist the urge to stay silent. If it's on your mind, share it with someone you trust. Let them know your thoughts. Let them know that you have these doubts and concerns. And let them know how you feel so they can support you and they can walk alongside you. Number two, realize that it's okay. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be a world-renowned leader in a certain field or have five best-selling novels to help someone. But also remember that we're experts at our own life. And what I mean by that is if you are sharing a personal story to help others or you're sharing an experience with someone, no one knows your life better than you do. And that makes you an expert at being you. Number three, We talked about it before in this episode. Don't give it the power that it doesn't deserve. We've talked about it a lot today, but don't give imposter syndrome power by believing lies and by speaking negativity into existence. Number four, set realistic goals, expectations, and standards. You don't want them to be too easy, but you also don't want to set yourself up to fail. If you've never written a book before, set a goal to write and publish one book by year's end. Don't put added pressure on yourself by trying to do five. A way that we can overcome imposter syndrome is by not making ourselves too big of a challenge. It's good to challenge ourselves, but be realistic with it. Number five, become like the little engine that could. Have a I think I can mindset rather than a I don't think I can mindset. Don't give up. Don't count yourself out. Start chugging away little by little and eventually you're going to get there. See yourself on top of that big mountain. Number six, be like Edison. Look at failure through a different lens. If something doesn't go your way, do you just give up right away? Or do you say, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Let's try a new way. Don't give up and don't let failure put a stop to what you're trying to accomplish. And number seven, celebrate. When you get to the end, celebrate. When you make it halfway, celebrate. When you take that first step, celebrate. Celebrating acknowledges the progress that we're making and it values us. It recognizes the work. Celebrate the fact that you're trying and that you're choosing not to let imposter syndrome control you. Celebrate to keep building momentum and to ultimately help get yourself to where you want and need to be. And so there you have it. There are seven ways to overcome imposter syndrome. It's going to take time. Be easy on yourself 
but don't give up. Keep dreaming, keep setting goals, keep moving forward, but don't let imposter syndrome hold you back any longer. Don't give it the power it doesn't deserve, and don't let it crush your dreams before you even start. There are businesses waiting to be started. There are books waiting to be written. There are inventions waiting to be created. There are songs waiting to be written. There are inspirational words waiting to be spoken. Don't let imposter syndrome keep you from doing it. Don't let imposter syndrome hold you back any longer. Well, that's it for this episode of the Heart of Leadership podcast. For more information about our podcast and our business Upward Focus, head to www.upwardfocussolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.